Are you ready for the second episode of the Papi Podcast? You're all the way in Barcelona, sending you love and light through your ear, through your eyes, maybe even through your nose if you can smell us as we share the experiences. But we're here for you, by you. We're here to share the love. You guys ready? Ready. Let's yeah. get it. All right. So on the first episode, we actually covered uh, some of our origins. Uh, we spoke a bit about how it all started, about programming, about cycles and being able to um, break free from the cycle of being stuck because we, we kind of identified that stuck is not just a location you're at, but it's a cycle you're currently stuck in and how you can break free from that. So on this second episode, we're just going to expand a bit more on the topic of becoming your best self, of embodying new identities and how we became the characters that we are today playing this game we call life. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah, because at the end of the first episode, we talked about the game, that everything yeah. is a game. Flo also talks about the spirituality. He said that we are oh, yeah. a player and that we have also a, no, we are a spiritual being here playing the game. So we can maybe extrapolate on this. But I hope that you enjoy the first episode. It was really uh, amazing too, to, talk, amazing. Uh, to start about this because it's the basics. It's like the basic for starting to grow. It's important to, to uh, be aware of your cycle. This is what we talked. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, do you think we should just uh, introduce ourselves first? Like who we are, how did we end up in Barcelona? Like each yeah, story, I think it's interesting. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. I think we should even keep this in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Okay, go for it, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, so my name is Tom Lashkar. I'm from France, but uh, I'm also Spanish now. I have double nationality. I've been living in Barcelona for seven years. I moved here uh, with my parents seven years ago after high school. And I studied like, uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do in my life. I studied business, uh, etc. But by I started making my own projects when I was 18, 19 like some like e-commerce stores, some things online. And I started to really uh, get passionate about marketing, about ads. And also from this, I started to understand the world because marketing is really about psychology. It's about human psychology. And I started to understand about how the world is working. Mm -hmm. And then uh, from this, I discovered meditation, like many other subjects. And uh, it's a subject that we can share today. So that's mostly my, my story. Much more, of course, to say, but to make it short, that's basically my my short story. What is your guilty pleasure, Tom? Mm, good one. Yeah, I love cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I really French, love cheese. You know? I love so, cheese. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I also um, love cheese. Yeah. That's a good one, man. Yeah. I wanted to say something not so sexual, yeah. Ah, like, uh, cheese. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> say what type of cheese, you know, so we can still expand on that. But that's uh, beautiful. Um, important is as well is that we are, even though we are um, all these uh, gurus in life, maybe maybe that's the right word to say, I'm not sure. Um, we also uh, want to keep this, um, yeah, with a sense of humor, with lightness, because again, it's not all too deeply serious because, you know, it's good to make mistakes. It's good to say something wrong. It's good to be yourself, you know, because we are not just light, but we're also the darkness. We are above and below. And it's good to embrace that because sometimes by only trying to be perfect and, and, and be afraid of, of, of saying some bad words or of sharing about sex or, or your desires, like we become so stuck in our minds that we forget that we're human and we were having a human experience. Like Flo said, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. And me, for a, a long part of uh, my life, I had a very human experience. I was as human as you can be. 
and not really connecting to this higher self that we're gonna touch upon later, right? So my name is Nevin, a very uh, a big pleasure to meet you. I was born in the tiny island of Aruba, in 1993, uh, 17th of August, actually that's going to be around uh, next month, it's going to be my 30th birthday, oh my god, so I'm currently 29, and the beautiful thing is that uh, living on this uh, crazy little tiny island of Aruba has been a dream, I, I got born in a place where there's flamingos walking around on the beaches, very beautiful white beaches, uh, grew up in this very uh, tropical, uh, warm environment, and I think the biggest shift that I went through is that I went through a somehow of a uh, fairly uh, dark or depressing period uh, during my teenage years, 22, 23. And right in this period, I had the opportunity to move to the Netherlands as well. So, of course, I will definitely go deeper into my story. But I believe uh, this shift or this uh, jump across the Atlantic was uh, the catalyst, the spark that started a journey of a million miles and, and it's a journey of self-discovery, of healing and it's been a really big game changer for me being able to do all of this but also being able now to speak and inspire people in the Caribbean so all the fr friends and family from Aruba watching this, I got your back and uh, yeah, we're doing this together. So yeah, meeting Tom, meeting Flo, meeting all these European people. Oh my God, I'm from the other side of the world. Has been really life transforming because I realized that even though uh, they might have uh, different skin and, and, and speak a different language and eat different food, at the end of the day, baby, even though I'm from Aruba and Tom's from France and Flo's from Hungary originally, we are all one love. We are all one love, just trapped in very different packages. And uh, yeah, you have the ability to also to represent your package differently as well, even though you are this one specific love, right? So, and Nevin from Aruba, uh, Aruba, pleasure to uh, to meet you. I will pass uh, the mic to Mr. Flo to introduce himself. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's crazy how you know as you said it. We are from all over the world, like yeah. Aruba, France, and uh, Hungary, and we we met here in Barcelona, right? Mm -hmm. Through, well, groups different type of groups, but uh, anyways, we became really close, really quick, right? I remember the first few weeks um, when I arrived here in Barcelona, we, we already talked about the deepest, darkest uh, stuff ever, right? And I, f I, I felt something, I don't know, something very special, right? Um, but yeah, I am, uh, my name is Flourish, and I'm um, from Hungary originally, and I was also pretty much my whole life just a human, not really connected with my true whatever higher self and just pretty much lost for I would say like 24 years and when I moved again for me also it was a move the, the biggest shift in my life I moved from uh, Hungary to Austria and I started opening up started meeting new people also different cultures and yeah just um, other nationalities right and I also did a mentoring uh, it's like a lot of shadow work, a lot of, um, yeah, just work on myself, my questioning, my beliefs and my conditioning and just going really deep. And this was the first time in my life I realized, oh, fuck, there is so much more behind me, this human experience, right? And yeah, that's also why I also got into filmmaking. I'm a filmmaker. And, and also that's the reason what helped me to break out of my comfort zone. And I was also really depressed when I was living in Austria. And I don't know, my intuition was telling me to move to Barcelona and that's when I really opened up. And I met so many amazing people. I started connecting on a deeper level and I never really had deep, meaningful friendships. And yeah, uh, arriving here, I pretty much the first week I, I met you guys. And yeah, from there, I just, I don't know, I, I, I grew so much um, spiritually, 
And yeah, that was uh, my story when it comes to getting into personal development, spirituality, and the book club. We'll talk about the book club later. It just opened my eyes in so many ways, and I, I yeah, that's that was the moment when I realized I'm not just a human. There is so much behind it. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. yeah. Maybe the question I wanted to ask you guys is like, oh, when or how did you discover you are you more than a human? You know, like because uh, we are of course human. We have our bodies. We have our skin, mm. but also we are much more than this. We are, uh, mm. we are really intelligent beings. We can really connect with other people mm -hmm. in different ways, not only physically, but you know, also emotionally, uh, spiritually. We can also connect with other people energetic, energetically also. Mm. And um, yeah, for me, when I discovered this, is like I was in a dark place, I would say, in my life. I was a bit depressed. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was uh, not in the right conditions, and then I saw the light. Then I don't know. <laughs> no, then I started also to work on myself, to watch some videos on YouTube, to like from for about business, etc. But I went through a book. It's called The Power of Now mm -hmm. from Eckhart Tolle, very famous, uh, mm -hmm. one of the most famous book about this uh, topic. And underst I understood that everything is about the now, and the past and the future doesn't exist. And I started also like learning about meditation. And then I understood that I am much more than. Uh, than my body. I'm much more because I could observe. I was like the observer of my experience, of my body, of my breath, of my breath, of my, on everything that is happening inside. I will, by meditating, I was about like to observe it. So I understood that I was much more than the flesh. Mm. I understood that I was the observer of this. And um, yeah, that's how I discovered a bit myself by like, by this book, by experiences. Yeah, it's crazy how you mentioned this book because that was also my first book I ever mm. read. I, I think the last wow. book I read, I was like 24 at university. Mm. And then when I was 20, I think 29, I went through a really, well, my first breakup and it was just destroyed me pretty much. And I got this book, right? And then, I don't know, I read it. I read it uh, like four times in three weeks. And I just started realizing things like, you know, about my, how my mind works and how I can get trapped in the past or mm. worry about the future and just miss the present moment, right? Mm. And then I started like questioning everything I did wow. and yeah, just the present, how, how, how powerful the present, staying present is. Because that is what really, like li what life is about, right? How present can you be or get? Yeah. And so, yeah, that was for me, this breakup was the, the first thing and then the book and then I started getting into mm. more deeper in personal development and spirituality. That's beautiful. You know, it's funny that um, my journey, uh, more than I say the journey up to the light, the journey down to the darkness also started with a breakup actually. Yeah, my always. very first love, my, my very first breakup, I think it was like since I was 16, it was maybe like around four years. Um, and I created a, like all my safety or who I was was related to this relationship. And when this broke down, it's like a part of me broke down or at least like I, I created this very um, unhealthy connections with this relationship, this person and, and how much it it is part of me. And when this kind of broke down and family was involved, it was really incredible. Like I, I know this word destroy is very strong, but it destroyed me, man. It destroyed Literally. me broke me down into pieces and I was able to somehow piece back together a stronger version of myself. So I love that they shared that both of them had a, a book. book yeah. For me, it was also a book. Um, very specifically, it was called Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. Yesterday, this book came up again in the book club. But very specifically, this book was given to me by an uncle and an aunt I have uh, living in the Netherlands. 
And they, they kind of understood that I was on this journey of healing as I shared a lot of pain that I was carrying uh, for my mom, uh, around my mom and my dad, these topics of the relationship that they have and they have with me. And I remember uh, very specifically, the, the moment that Tom asked this question, I immediately like was transported to this exact moment. I was sitting in a bus in the Netherlands. So I'm sitting in a bus in the Netherlands here and I'm starting to read this book and here I'm at chapter two or three or something. And I read this one line and I think it was about the divinity or like the separation of the Holy Trinity, you know? So like in the Catholic uh, world or in church, you have the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. And it was at this exact moment that I read like how the book explained it and it explained uh, the father as the mind, um, the son as me, the body uh, here on earth, and then the Holy Spirit as this divine energy that is driving me in a way. So instead of um, it explaining that I'm just this this monkey on this earth, I'm just this human that like by chance, like evolution, and I became this intelligent monkey. And then there is this God that is watching me and telling me, hey, you're a bad monkey. You're punishing me, throwing me into fire or giving me pleasure, which it was like not that at all. The book explained to me that you are a part of divinity, that I am in essence carrying part of God within me. Uh, I'm connected to God mind, to the, to the thinking of the universe, earth, but I'm also this child of God. So they say that Jesus was the son of God. Well, guess what? I'm also the son of God. And as is Tom, as is Flo, we're all here as creations of God. And I believe that what happened, and, and I will not go too deep into this, but for me, the biggest disconnection I had uh, of being human or being a, a spiritual being or whatever is that in Aruba, uh, we are taught um, the church, the Catholic church, uh, again, teaches you that you are separate, that you are a sinner, you're here on earth, you're doing bad things and God is watching you and saying, hey, bad guy, oh, you're doing do that. So it's a fear-based religion, how we are taught. I, I was, I, I was uh, brought up to think that God, uh, I need to fear God and God is going to kick my ass if I don't behave and I don't do these things. And that is so wrong. It is not that. People from Aruba, from wherever you might be listening to this, this is not true. It's, it's a lie. It's, it's a misconception. I will not call it a lie. It's a misconception that pulls you farther away from the real God that lives within your heart. Mm. Yeah, because it's called love. God is love. Yes, I will go deeper into it. But this connection or this like disconnection from this false belief and then me realizing, whoa, God lives inside of me. And if God is love, that means that inside of me lives love. And that means that all of my actions, good or bad, is somehow connected to love. And I am love. So if I am love, what is there to fear? What 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 challenges is there? What what can love not overcome? And this subtle shift, it's a like a two lines that I wrote in a book was the biggest awakening moment that I ever had and really gave me all the peace and love that I was seeking for years. And yeah, thank you for evoking you. that, Tom. Beautiful. It's a beautiful book. It's one of also one of my favorite books. Never read it, it though. I need to read it. I read yeah. it a bit later, like more like maybe like last year, I think. Not like, yeah. not at the beginning of the journey, but still really impactful. And, um, and yeah, I love what you say that, uh, yeah, man, we are God and we have the love inside and we are here to uh, to spread it also to like you know as a bit as we talked at the beginning in the first episode, we say that 
people like like to point you like you're not you're like this or you're like this yeah and I, I, as you say now when you're born you know already who you are mm -hmm. but in a way you kind of forget it's like during during your childhood you forget who you are mm -hmm. and the purpose of life is to remember who you are Beautiful. like being yeah then you awakening like awakening is like when you remember who you are it's like it's like it's like a matrix it's like the matrix it's like the movie it's like you yeah. remember who you are you get disconnected Neo, from this yeah. movie is yeah. <laughs> you like get disconnected and then you yeah. remember who you are and then when you remember who you are then you understand that you're here also not to discover because you know who you are already you are the universe your love but you are here to create because love is uh, is creation loves um, create with love you can have babies you can re reproduce you can ev make evolution mm. everything is related to love like even the trees the plants it's love because yeah. it's a creation so you're here not to discover who you are this is like the first part it's like maybe the awakening you like try to understand who you are and then when you remember then the next step is like you're here to create you're here to to yeah to create things based on love also mm. yeah it's mm. very deep very deep i think also there's the proof you know that uh, we are love is whenever a baby is born you know, you look at the baby, it's it's yeah. it's pure love, you know? There's yeah. nothing else to it. It's just, you look at the baby and you're like, wow, you know? And yeah, of course, over time we get conditioned and we get fucked, <laughs> but but yeah, that's uh, that's the journey, right? How to how to unfuck yourself. There's also the book, I never read it, but I probably should. And yeah, that's just the proof, you know? Yeah, you know, beautiful that Flo mentions baby. Yesterday I had a magical experience. I was um, in, in the train. Um, going from like a beach, coming back to the city center in Barcelona, and there were these two twins. And they were two blonde twins, maybe they were around two or three years old, they were two little boys, and they were so beautiful, mm. they were so pure and innocent, and there was another baby in the train, and these two twins, both with their heads looking identical, was looking at this other baby, playing with his hair, and I, at this moment, I just saw so much love in this moment, and I saw everybody in the train was looking at them, and they all smiled, it was impossible for me not to smile looking at these cute little babies. And then just thinking that in just a couple of years, they're going to go to school. They're going to get told all of these lies about themselves. They're going to be brainwashed to believe that they're not this cute, beautiful, loving child. And this is literally, I think, here more than anything, the essence of this podcast. Um, again, the name is not fully like decided upon yet. We, we It's like tentative, the Papi podcast. And I want to kind of touch on this topic as well, um, where honestly... Even though Flo is another male, no, we are puppies, no. Tom is another male. He's a he's a he's a masculine figure. It does doesn't mean that we are in competition of any sort. Quite the contrary. I look at these guys and I see my brothers. I see people that I would pour my love into every day because I know I will receive it back. But I also know that just we are all growing as one and growing together. So um, here I wanted to also say that for a very long time in my life, I, uh, I, I used to love getting called papi, no, papi. And this is how it started because I started to call them papis. <laughs> but I want to also here redefine the word papi because Maybe papi in Latin America, or maybe you see it like in a sexual sense. Hey, papi, oh, hey. but it's not the only way. No, papi, honestly, or very similar to papa, no, as a man. And of course, girls, please, it's the same thing, mommy or whatever you want to say. But we are here to take care. We are here to 
give. We are givers. We are here to create a safe space where people can come together and feel safe. We are providers. We're here to provide information, but also to provide services, to provide food, water for people that don't have that. And we are here to take care of one another and not to rob and not to just drain one another. And I believe more than anything, this is the biggest mindset shift that you can have that will change your life is that you are not just here to take care of yourself, but you're actually here to take care of the others. Let that sink in for a moment. And I'm not really telling you, okay, you need to take care of your mom and your dad for your whole life. That's the only thing you're here to do. But the moment that you make this shift, that you are here on earth to help others feel happy, this is where you find your happiness. This is where I found my happiness. It's it's kind of counterintuitive. It's like, oh my God, I have, wait, I have to make them happy to be happy? What the freak? Why would I do that? But believe me, the moment you start caring about the people in your circle, seeing the love that they are, and this is how wait, this whole rant started, is that I realized not long time ago that I'm still the cute little Nevin. I'm still the cute mm. little innocent Nevin, the five-year-old little ee, that likes to play, that's curious, that's shy. Well, maybe I'm not that shy anymore. But I'm still this pure essence, innocent Nevin that has all the opportunities in the world to do anything. I, If I want to be a... a, a uh, a fireman, if you want to be an astronaut, it's still all possible, baby. And all you guys that told me there was not, I don't care what you said. I don't believe you because I know who I am. Or at least I'm on the journey of discovering who I am. And it's the same for everybody watching this. You are still the pure essence, innocent, same as the two, these two twins that I saw. Why I was able to saw their cuteness and their love is because it lives within me. And why when you see a baby, you like feel this fuzziness inside you. You know why? Because it lives inside you. The same cute and fuzziness that lives inside of the baby is what you see and recognize inside of yourself. So don't be afraid to be cute and cuddly and good, 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 good. Because you don't have to be this old, uh, angry adult. This is like a crazy identity. It's not true. Just really be you. Be the pure version of yourself. And uh, yeah, so much inspiration, my God. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. So good. Really beautiful. You said a lot of things, so I'm, I'm also like trying to, <laughs> to remember what you said. But, <laughs> but it's insane because, um, uh, yeah, you stay, you stay human and also you are like also a spiritual being, but you stay also this cuteness, this innocent person. And sometimes, you no, know, we are being like taught or educated to be very serious, to like, uh, to go to the job with like a suit and to be like super serious, but we like we are here to play we are here to to play the game to play a game of life yes. and uh yeah. and yeah as we talk it's like you are the player and you create the rules there are some like some common rules because it's like yeah it's like we have also some common rules yes and it's also important but mm. you have the ability to change the rules mm. and to impact these rules you know the most influences the most influential people in the world like the ones that have the most money or the ones that have come from very uh, influential family, they have they had the power to influence the rules. I don't say it's good or bad, but it's the reality. Mm. It's by, by leveling up, by going to leveling yourself, to getting more influence, more, more money, etc., you have the power to influence the rules mm. of the game. But you create first, but you still have also the freedom to create your own rules. Mm. But then you can kind of like help the others, as you said, to also give them these rules too to give them opportunities to level up. Definitely. Because you have some countries, for example, here in Spain or in France, the rules of the game, no people fight it a lot. They fight, they fought a lot to make the rules that people can go to school. But you have some countries that there are some children that don't, cannot go to school. They are born and they become farmers and the workers and they don't have access to education. 
It's like by fighting, by leveling up your game, you're able to influence the rules of the game to help the others. And I think we have to remember that we have this, this power, this responsibility to uh, grow. And if we really want to make a change, you have to go up there and, and, and make it happen, like to influence in a certain way. I think, yeah, I think also the proof is that, you know, we met like two years ago and the amount we grew and it's because we were pushing each other, right? Like if, like if I haven't met you guys, I wouldn't be here right now, right? My mindset wouldn't be the same as right now. So that's just the proof that whenever you, you have those people around you actually care about you and and want you to grow like genuinely want you to grow you will just push each other and you will grow together and it's that that's the idea that's why we are so social creatures that's why we survived humans even th thousands of years ago we survived because we were in groups like if you if you were pushed out uh, rejected then you died pretty much and so that's that's the idea to to stay together and help each other and and offer value and yeah, just offer whatever whatever we want, whatever we value to others. Yeah. So yeah. But also, like no, Levin, you said that also it's about um, helping people and for sure it's about serving and giving to the others. But also you have to think about yourself first. You have to kind of save yourself first to Definitely. be able to save the others. Because sometimes it can be very sad, guys, I'm sorry, or girls watching, but sometimes you want to help someone. Sometimes you really want to help someone, but they don't want to change or mm, they are yeah. not listening because Beautiful. they are in their own bubble, in their own life. And the only way, I think, not the only way, but one of the most effective way, I think, to help people change is to change yourself, to transform yourself and to show them the person you have become. Mm. And then they will say, oh, my God, you have become so great. I want to be like you. And it's like it's because it's like a superhero. It's like the same mm. as when you watch Superman, Spider-Man. It's like, uh, no, like when you're a kid, you say, I'm dad, I want to be, I want to be Spider-Man. Yes. And it's because you have the role model. So to be able to change other people, you have to become a role model for people. Yeah. So then they look up to you and they say, God, I want to be like Tom. I want to be Elon Musk. You know, like kids, they say, I want yeah. to be Messi. Mm. I want to be Ronaldo. It's because these figures, they are role models for the society. Yeah. And this is where you can help make a big influence. Beautiful, man. Ah, well said. Yeah. I really love uh, how you how you put it, Tom. It's so beautiful. And um, flow as well, how you guys uh, connect this together. You know, it's a, it's a beautiful journey um, getting to know why you're here. You know, we, we made a joke about Jay Shetty at the beginning. Um, but I want to I wanna also talk that something about purpose is also important, right? So all of us here... I believe that me, Tom, and Flo, for some for some magical reason, our purpose is aligned to a certain extent that we we decided to make this video. We decided to make this this audio, this podcast, for example. It's just one part of tapping into the purpose. And I believe that the beauty of it is as well being able to live out your purpose together with other people. So what Tom said is very powerful, and I love that he made this distinguish distinguishment that. Um, even though in essence we are put on earth uh, to serve, okay? So listen to me. Let, me, let me finish speaking. We are servants of God 
very, very powerful word, servant. It's like almost sounds like a slave, no? But I consider myself to be a servant of God. I'm here to do God's work because God is metaphysical. He is ener energy and he works through me. So I can like pick up this pillow and throw it in the name of God. And I move and I build a castle and it's like the energy of God there. Or I can use my words as I am now channeling my brain, channeling my energy through this mic going into your ear and, and shifting and changing things because I believe that God wants me to be doing this as well. And, and please switch out God with universe. You can call it Allah, Buddha, whatever. Life. Yeah, or life, whatever. I'm saying God because it's just a very powerful word, no? God. But in essence, um, in order for you to accept this, this, this energy that lives within you, you have to really first accept yourself. So what Tom said is so, so powerful is that you cannot save people if you haven't save yourself first and sometimes what i mean by serving people let's say sometimes you don't even have to literally physically or emotionally or even mentally serve anybody just you choosing to read a book you choosing to go to the gym you choosing to be your best version ever loving yourself is already serving all yeah. of the rest because they see what you're doing and they say whoa i can also do that so you just taking care of yourself already you're acting as an inspiration and serving your whole family or anybody and it's beautiful how you said this Tom, because for me in my journey i have always wanted to change my mom very specifically my dad as well now more than any my dad a lot but i wanted to change my mom and i've tried to change it front on through uh, offense through war through like you're this you're that change 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 and I wasted hours and and years of my life trying to do this where these last few years I focused on changing myself and last time I went to Aruba my mom told me some of the most beautiful words I've ever seen I've ever heard and she literally said Nevin you know I I prayed and I thank God because God sent me a son that was able to work on himself and give me the opportunity to, for me to release my pain, to listen to me, to release wow. my trauma. So now thanks okay. to you, I'm able to heal. And this for me was life game changing, guys, because I was trying to change my mom, but I had to just change myself and change the, the, the lens that I used to look at my mom. And this is the power. Again, it's all within. It's like, did, did my mom really change? Maybe she did, yeah, but I changed the way I see my mom. And now I see love. I see this woman that worked so hard to give me what I... I had everything I wanted growing up. And first, my lens didn't see that. My lens only wanted to see negativity, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, change this internal lens as well that you see. Because maybe I see Tom and Flo, and I see these two... Uh, big scary guys or I can see them and see the most beautiful loving people on earth and it's just really your lens and you have the ability to switch this lens right yeah yeah beautiful and also like about the role model I was talking about it's yeah. a bit about what you said about the puppy about this um, yeah. this identity that we like share together it's like it's not as you say it's not about sexual way or it's not about like a joke it's like really important like this mm. is like a role model your ear to empower puppies, like maybe mostly for men, I would say, like maybe it's like uh, identity for men. Mm -hmm. We are here also to empower men also to be this puppy, to be this role model for their family, for their loved ones, mm. for the people around them, their friends, mm -hmm. to show that you're here to provide, to give, to uh, put safe. You said it beautifully, I will not yeah. repeat again, but no, it's like being a role model about others. For me, it was, mm, I don't know, it's what makes me fulfilled and feeling, uh, proud of myself like if 
I am a role model for someone. I'm a mentor. Imagine yeah. I'm helping people. And that is what we do. We maybe go and go into this topic. We, with Nevin and also with Flo is how we met. We organize events here in Barcelona about uh, personal growth, mm -hmm. spirituality. And um, people see us as mentors. They see us as a, I will not say guru, but they see us as a role model in a certain way. Yeah. They are got inspired by us. And this is the most amazing um, and beautiful fulfillment. It's like to be able to be this role model. I don't have to, I'm not here to tell them what to do. I don't have to tell, I don't, I'm not here to give them plan or actions. They are all in their own life. But just being me, working on myself, seeing how much I've grown, it's already an inspiration. It's already making a change. And not only me, but you, everyone that comes to this group, they all are working on themselves. And me also seeing someone that comes and I see this person, it's like, wow, this person also, I want to be like this person. Yeah. Like it's also a role model mm. for me. For example, like we have met a friend called Pablo. Oh, I really love Pablo too. I also want to have some things about him. I want to get, and I have something from you, Flo. I want also to get, you're also my role model. You're also my yeah, inspiration. Yeah, beautiful. Same applies to you, yeah. you know? Um, I think that's the, that's the beauty of, I mean, okay, of course, we can say the book club or any, any event yeah. we organize, but whenever I listen to you guys, I'm like, wow, you know, whenever we have these conversations, I'm like, wow, I can learn so much from you. And mm -hmm. that's the idea of the podcast, right? To, to s spread and then to share whatever we learned, you know, because yeah. when I read a book, I choose myself. And I learn something from myself and then I share it and then I'm, I'm the role model. I become a role model for others. And it's beautiful because also a few days ago, I got a message from a friend and I started a, I started a YouTube uh, channel a few weeks ago and he was telling me how, wow, Flo, you are, you're motivating me so much because I want to start too. And the topics you talk about is, 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 is huge and the difference you make is just, it's crazy and like, wow. So this is the first message I received. Um, when it comes to my podcast and I, I realized, holy shit, I'm actually, you know, yeah. inspiring other people. Um, and of course it's on YouTube, like e e the whole world can see. So the potential is there, right? And yeah, that's the idea also to the podcast. Like really maybe true. some people, some of you guys will listen to this and you will guys be like, and girls. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, you will listen to this and you're like, holy shit. And I would like to go a bit deeper about the role model stuff. It's like, oh, also society is made and oh, Let's say, I'll give you an example. Let's say I look at Elon Musk as a role model, but why do I look at him as a, as a role model? Because maybe he's the richest man in the world. So money is like also a way to, it's like a tool or it's like a value indicator. No? Like if someone with more money, I, maybe I will see him more as a role model or not above me, but I would mm -hmm. say I will see him as a more yeah. inspiration, right? Mm -hmm. And then there are also other traits, right? Also, if, he's not, if, he's a, if he has a nice body, if he's like working out, if he's also having a mission, if he has a purpose, if he's like making the world change, I don't know what do you guys think. I think there are different like value indicators Comes down for to world models, ways. right? Like I don't know me, I love I really loved Spider Man when I was a kid, but why? You know, it's because mm. I get identified by the story also, mm -hmm. and because he was funny. You know, he, like Spider Man, he makes yeah. jokes. Uh, he's like not so big as Superman, so maybe I also like for me, I also um, identify mm. like with him. You can definitely. Uh, so, what I can about, what see do you a bit think? of connection yeah. with, with you and the persona yeah. of Peter Parker as well, yeah. how they were in, in first instance, maybe 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 perceived as a nerd, mm -hmm. but yeah. when you put your you're suit, suit on yeah. and then you're a superhero. Yeah. And I, I can, it's very interesting how, um, so maybe I'll go a bit like 
scientific or deep in this, but like even in Disney, all of the princesses, all of the stories they have, all these archetypes. And basically each story has multiple archetypes that somebody would resonate with. So maybe you watch a Disney movie and you really feel connected to the princess, but your sister or your brother watches it and he feels connected to the villain, for example. And it's not good or bad, but these different type of archetypes of human beings, no? you have like uh, the, the wise man, you have the, the joker, the party man. So there's different types of archetypes. But what is powerful about the role model is you have a lot of positive role models but as Tom was talking about this, I also got sparked about something that's very, very uh, touchy topic. Uh, it's about the negative role models as well. And there are um, this, the same as you can look at. For example, okay, negative is a very, uh, very interesting word. And I now realize the power of being on camera, being recorded. Every single word I use will be used against me in the court of law, okay? But I will mention some other uh, type of role models. So, for example, for me, for a year or two, I was very into Bad Bunny, okay? Benito, Bad Bunny. He's like a rap rapper, a reggaeton rapper, and he has a very strong image in how he does. So, he's like wearing these cool dangly earlings, and he's like, I'm the Bad Bunny. Uh, you know, it's like almost like a fuck the world identity. Like, hey, I'm the Bad, bad Bunny. I'll dance. I'll get all the girls. I'll get the girls on the yacht. And I used to really identify with this. And it gave me some form of strength. I don't know how, but it did give me some form of strength. But it was not really the role model that was going to take me to where I need to go. So I want to also touch upon this topic. Aside of role models, I believe right now there's a lot of young kids that are looking up to the wrong role model. Yes, I really believe that there's a lot of young kids looking up to wrong Wrong is, again, a crazy word, but to role models that are not necessarily pushing out the values, the identities that we should have as men. I'll especially talk about men because we're the poppies, right? But uh, like chasing women, for example, Bad Bunny in his world, he has 20 girlfriends. And I used to want 20 girlfriends because I thought that's the way. Now I want only 10. It's not 20 anymore. No, I'm just joking. It's not 10. But it's 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 progress. a thing. It's a progress. It's a progress. But it's something that like we take on these values, these identities of this exterior role model. And not always it's really like the right values that are going to align us with our soul and really get the best out of us. And to even touch on a deeper topic and then pass the mic so they can continue with it. Guess what? Now the role models that are coming more and more up uh, in films and movie, they are all uh, dressed. They're men dressed as women. They're trans role models, like new more than more more than ever in movies. Um, this is coming up. There's a very big strong, especially in Barcelona, LGBTQ culture, where I have all the respect and the earth for gay or lesbian, whatever. But it's very very powerful or very very um, dangerous, I would say, putting up also role models of these exterior forces or these. Again, I'll say even abnormal way of being because I don't, I don't say you're abnormal or whatever if you're gay. The, the, I'm not saying that. But God or whatever, there are men and women. There's two genders on earth. There's not a third gender. It doesn't exist. There's two genders. And you can balance in between these. And it's a very deep topic, guys. Mm. Please open your heart to this. And what happens is by putting these other genders that are not really uh, universal genders up there as role models, your kids or the kids nowadays, they're going to be looking at the trans guy as a role model or as Bad Bunny or as these like uh, other trap artists that are cooking crack and whipping the whip 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 the whip
what are we putting into our, the, the brain of the kids? And this is what I'm wondering. And then you judge men for being toxic masculinity or for not being man enough. Or, so there's a lot of things happening on the earth right now where I feel that identity is very important. And there is an identity crisis going on. And I believe that with this podcast, we want to open up the topic. Again, I'm not, any, I'm not pro or, or against anything. I'm just pro open discussion. I'm pro access to information. And this is why we're doing this and, and want to get you thinking as well. But yeah, what are your guys' take on uh, role models? Uh, and, and yeah, and how do you choose the right role models? Like, should, you, should people choose us as role models? <laughs> well, I think, I think it's, again, it's conditioning, right? Like what you said, let's say we have these role models and then kids see these role models and they, they you know, they, they start thinking whatever they want to think. But it's important to, to be able to question whatever people put in front of you, right? Of course, if you're a kid, you're not going to question it. Like over time, of course, when you, when you start creating this identity or if you are able to, you know, question these things, because a lot of people can't, like I... I think I started questioning things like I was 26, so pretty late. I was pretty late to the date, right? And I think that's that's the key to keep an open mind, like you said it. Keep an open mind and open heart, and and be able to question whatever whatever is right for you for yourself. So I will say mostly for the role model, you first you have to understand who you want to become. So let's say as you gave the example about Bad Bunny, let's say I want to become. Sorry, Bad Bunny, if you're watching this. Beautiful, but let's say you want to become, <laughs> may say you want to become a fuckboy or this identity of a fuckboy. Let's say this is Great. who you really Thank want you. to be. Perfect. Let's say this, I, I want to be a fuckboy. A fuckboy. Yeah. So I will look up to a role model from Bad Bunny or other people out there that are an identity related to fuckboy, right? Yeah. But let's say I want to become now um, a visionary. I want to change the in, I want to change the industry in technology. Maybe I will look up more to Elon Musk or to Steve Jobs. Mm. Maybe this is like maybe my role model. And in both cases, it's not good or wrong. In both cases, it's just because it's aligned with to with who you, you want, want to become. Far, far and more. so the first step is to first understand who do I want to become, and then who can I model? Because mm. then going on your own, trying to figure out who you are, who you want to become, is becoming like a bit more difficult. But if you have a mentor or if you have like um, a role model that you can copy or like learn from him. They don't have to be, no, I'm not taking advice from Elon Musk. He's not calling me yet on my phone, but I have friends and I have people that also that maybe are my mentors. Like Pamela Nevin is like one of my mentors, you know, even we are good friends and you flow too. And these role models, they also aligned with who I want to become. Yeah. So I would say that to choose your role model is not like it's not bad or good. There's not only bad or good, but it's about mm. who you want to become. And this is, I think, it's very interesting to. But first, it's introspection about yourself, who I want to be, and then I look up at the role model to to copy or to be inspired. Mm. Yeah. But also, sometimes who you want to become, you don't know who you want to become, and you get influenced by other role models to make you think that I want to become like this. Mm. So this is oh. also the tricky so part. Deep. Yeah. So I think it's really part. interesting because of Spider-Man also, right? Like you said it, like you identify mm. or you, you resonate with your character. So there's a reason why you do that, right? Maybe you love Spider-Man and then maybe some other person, your best friend likes the goblin, mm. you know? And then there is like, how to understand what, what aspect of this person, personality, character do you like and why, mm. right? 
Yeah, exactly. I love it, man. Yeah. But look, it's really interesting. Also, uh, you know, we talked about, about Dragon Ball Z a bit uh, before. Oh, yeah. And I love Dragon Ball Z. I watched it, I love many, it many, many times. I really love animes in general. And me, I was really related to a character. It's called Gohan. It's like uh, oh, yeah. the son of Son Goku. Well, my favorite. The, and I, it's my favorite too. And because when I watched it, I was a kid. And Gohan in the movie, well, okay. in the series, he was a kid. So I was like, correct. I was uh, aligned with him. And also he was studying. So he was like kind of really into my uh, my energy, into my world. And then it became, then there is this moment when he fights against Cell, and it oh becomes- Oh my God, it's it getting becomes goosebumps. The, <laughs> it becomes the super, uh, super uh, Saiyan 2, and it destroys, it like, not destroys, but like, he's so good. And this is my favorite moment of the anime, Same. because I will, it's connected to me. It's not, it's like, it makes a connection with me also. Wow. And this, for example, this anime, it inspired me a lot to become a better person. Wow. Yeah. Because it's, even if it's anime, it's a story. It doesn't have to be real. Even um, by watching videos, by watching like movies and stuff, mm. this it helps us to be inspired. But it's true what you say now. There are many movies now. Many, I don't say all of them, but most of the new movies or the new content that is being created, I don't feel really inspired by them. This personally. Mm. Personally, I don't really feel inspired by the role models that they are there. They are more like people that are here to make jokes. And sometimes you have some movies that are super humoristic, but to, from all the new Marvels, uh, it's not really my, my thing. Mm -hmm. from the, I love Spider-Man, but from the lastest Spider-Man was not my thing because it was too much into the humor. And, and mm -hmm. I really like when it was danger, like a lot of big stakes because yeah, I felt yeah, more yeah. connected to me. This yeah. is my point of view, but. Mm. Yeah. I think also and Dragon Ball is, uh, is life, you know, because yeah. like every single time there's a new villain, yeah. they get stronger. Yeah. You know, and then the, the good guys, they also, you know, have these new shapes and forms and they evolve and get stronger and, and they, they, they beat the bad guys. So it's like growing. It's like it's life. You, 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 you have a challenge and then you grow it, you grow and then you, you defeat this challenge or whatever it is. And, and that's life, you know. Yeah. No, but it's powerful, the role model uh, topic, because I think it's, yeah. it's really influencing, influencing a lot of people mm. and us also. Yeah. We always look up for a role model, and anyone, everyone has a role model. Even uh, no. I'm sure Elon Musk has a role model, for sure. for like thousand mm -hmm. percent. The aliens, is, uh, <laughs> the uh, Elon Musk has the the, the <laughs> aliens. Uh, the Anunnaki is yeah. the role model of uh, Elon Musk. But I love this topic so much because um, I I am now currently doing a uh, a NLP formation course. So I am training to be a NLP practitioner. And NLP is a type of uh, system that they use to reprogram human minds, okay? So NLP, it's called Neuro Linguistic Programming. And it has to do with sounds, with what you hear, what you feel, what you touch. And it's like how I can communicate to somebody in such an immersive way that whatever I teach them really gets to them. So it's a powerful thing. But NLP was developed with one goal in mind. Do you guys know the goal? No, I don't know. I don't know this. Yeah. So NLP was created to <coughs> model excellence, right? Mm. So what I mean by this is like using this NLP, I am able to model somebody with high levels of success. I'm able to model their behavior, their habits, the way they speak, the actions they take, what they do, and I'm able to model the success. So model is kind of a different way for copy in a way. And the powerful thing is as human beings, we are social beings and we learn by copying. Mm. You copy your mom and your dad, what they say and they do. You learn. It's kind of like a, like a, like a parrot, you know? Yeah. They say, ha, 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 and then you, you repeat. And we human beings, we are, we are always making copies. 
and the copies you choose or, or the people you choose to copy is very very significant to the copy you become or the person you become so for example again if i want to be a fuck boy great identity because it's an identity that guys are always like like stamped with if i want to be a fuck boy and i see this reggaeton guy that's on a yacht with 20 girls and they're all gorgeous and i see that they're all like wants him and I'm like, hey, but this is kind of aligns with what I do, Bad Bunny. Okay, so if he's doing it, I'm going to listen to do everything he does because it's gonna, I'm going to model his behavior and it's going to give me the result. But the problem is that now in media, we're creating these fake identities. We're creating these overly successful identities in video clips that are not true. They don't have all the Lamborghinis and they don't have all these girls. They're not true that they have all of this. But I see it and I believe with my human mind that this is true. So I'm going to model the behavior. But the same danger that there is for the kids now, I want to switch it over into the biggest opportunity that you have. Like Tom said, if you know who you want to become, you can start looking, Googling online of who are the 10 top people on earth at this moment or that have died and passed away already that are doing what you want to do. Chances are that your dream, your idea, your mission on earth has already been given to somebody in the past and you've done it very successfully. So again, using the same idea, you can model their behavior. I'm seeing kind of copy with style and you can model the behavior of people. So very simple example, I wanna be, or I am a powerful motivational coach and speaker. So guess who I'm gonna model? Tony Robbins, I'm gonna model Jay Shetty, I'm gonna model Brandon Burchard. I literally follow these guys and I'm looking at their steps, I'm looking at the words they use, I'm using the words they use, I'm modeling excellence. So I'm using NLP, neuro-linguistic programming to program myself. Even my voice has changed and become deeper because I look a lot at Tony Robbins and the way I speak, I literally in a year, my voice has gone from being softer to more and I'm gonna be speaking like Tony Robbins in, in, in a year because I'm just modeling look like it and I, I, I'm gonna be this big scary guy and I'm gonna scream at people and they're gonna love me because people sometimes they need to be screamed at to be remembered of the beauty and the magic that lives inside of them. So. Model the behavior, but choose. So, like, let's give people a step-by-step -step process. No, so choose who. Uh, figure, first, figure out who who you are. Become aware. Your 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 current situation. Then choose who you want to become, and then look for people that have already done this or are similar to the journey you want to become, and then research them, Google them, figure out what they did, what school did they go to, what did they read, what did they study, what books do they like, what do they like to eat. Model their behavior and your chances of success will skyrocket, will skyrocket. Yeah. You're just modeling positive, powerful behavior. And don't model... Uh, artists and movies and all of this because this is not a real scenario model real life success yeah. don't model movie success because it's not it's not how it works in the movies like it's, it's like it's all up, smoke yeah. and mirrors it's not it's not the same so find people that are really doing things in this 3d world that we live in today not just movie artists and model them there's so many amazing people on this earth right now honestly we're living in 2023 with access to internet there are some amazing souls angels on this earth doing magic and if you can start modeling them you don't have to model us we are you can as well but believe me there's so much out there so much out there so yeah we talked about like the four steps or the three steps right to um for the world model the first one is about uh finding who you are or like awakening now about understanding who you are. So I was, we shared a bit also this at the beginning of the podcast, but we can share maybe each other 
or uh, some tools or something that we can help also the people how to uh, awaken or how to understand more about who they are. Maybe Flo, you want to, yeah, sure. um, to share a bit? Yeah, I think it's a really interesting topic because whenever Nevin mentioned <coughs> that you know, the first step is that just try to understand who you are, or what you are, and then people are like, probably thinking like, oh yeah, how do I do that? Like, I know who I am, I'm, I'm Flourish. <laughs> but that's just a, something you created. It's like a persona you created over time. We were conditioned, even if you don't want to be conditioned, you will get conditioned, right? Mm. And, and we have all, so many beliefs. So understanding where these beliefs come from and what kind of beliefs you have. So doing this work, doing this shadow work, what they, how they call it. And for me, what helped was, again, reading a lot of personal development books, spirituality books, and meditating, meditating and spending time alone. Like most people are afraid to spend time alone because because they don't they don't maybe they don't like themselves. Maybe they don't want spend spend time with themselves because they think I'm boring. I need other people to you know fulfill me or to feel connected or whatever. And for me, it's it was the biggest thing like traveling alone, spending time alone, going out to I don't know have uh, food alone or to the cinema alone. And I have friends who are like Flo, how do you do that? It's like, I love spending time on my own. I love spending time with myself. And I don't want to distract myself. I also have so many friends who are like addicted to social media. And the reason why people are addicted to social media because it's, it's, uh, they, they, they are trying to hide away from something, from their selves, I guess. But it's distraction, you know? And once you stop or once I stopped uh, distracting myself and I was just like really focusing on my thoughts and what was going on in my internal world, I started understanding myself, my thoughts, where they come from, and, and what kind of thoughts do I have? Uh, what do I want to do? What do I want to focus on? What do I value? What my values are? And so, yeah, for me, just spending, my, spending time alone with myself and starting to accept myself on a really deep level and loving myself. And, and yeah, sometimes I had to be selfish and I lost friends. But at the same time, I, I, got to, I got to understand and connect with my true self. And this is also my story when it comes to uh, my YouTube channel. I talk about how I, my, my, one of my biggest values is authenticity, like being authentic, being real. And I wasn't real my whole life. Like for 33 years, pretty much, I'm 34 now. I was hiding. I was um, ashamed of myself. And, and I couldn't talk about... Uh, my biggest traumas, and, and I, I was afraid to show myself because of fear of judgment, fear of rejection, whatever it is. And for me, it, it just, once I opened up, it, it helped me to release this real self, this authentic self. And since then, I can talk about anything, everything. You know me. I talk a lot about, well, <laughs> my story and a lot of uh, interesting topics. I remember one time I, I went to the book club and we were talking and then we went out after and I just started talking about my topics, more like men topics. There was this one person who was like, got, got triggered. Like, why do you talk about this stuff? You shouldn't talk, you know? And I was like, bro, this is, this is me. I talk about everything, you know? And because as someone asked me about my story and my opinion and I shared and then this guy got triggered. Anyways, so yeah, I think that's how you can connect with your authentic self. Once you once you truly go deep and you you understand yourself and then just you know just mm. yeah just finding yourself uh, on a deeper level. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you, Flo. You want to learn anything more? Yeah. No. Beautiful. Wow. I'm listening to Flo and I feel inspired to uh, share so many uh, so many points in this um, becoming self-aware. So I think. 
um, before I start telling you about the process of becoming self-aware, I would like to uh, introduce or to uh, help you to uncover certain um, systems that you have already. Now you have them in your body and they are essential for you becoming self-aware, right? So one of the first systems that you have is something that I like to call it the vibe-o-meter, all right? And it's something that it's uh, it's kind of a made-up construct, but it, it works uh, with something called intuition. So there are certain moments in your life where you will be in situations and moments, you will be with certain people doing an activity, uh, whether it be snowboarding or dancing or snorkeling or surfing, whatever you might be doing, that your vibe-o-meter, so if you can imagine it as like a, a meter, you know, so it goes on one side, same as like in a dashboard of a car, when you go fast, it goes to the one side, or when your gasoline is full, it's on one side and you have the other side. Same it's for pleasure and pain. So we as human beings, we can uh, intuitively know if we like something. So for example, uh, if I go to a salsa and bachata party, I intuitively know that I love it. I love the music, the rhythm, the people, the vibe. I'm super happy in there. But for example, maybe I invite Flo and Tom. And even though maybe they don't didn't have like the Latin roots growing up, um, I'm not sure. But I could invite somebody, theoretically speaking, that goes there and is terrified. That they feel is the worst place on earth. They feel all these people sweating and dancing. The rhythm, they're like, oh my God, I hate it. I hate it. Well, you see, Flo felt uh, touched. So while my vibe-o-meter is going to the bachata party and it's like, woo, pa, positive, power, pleasure, amazing, I love it, I love it, I love it, Flo goes there and his vibe-o-meter does the opposite and is telling him, Flo, get out of here. You don't like it, get out of here. So this is a first mechanism that we all have as an intuitive thing and it's literally what you like, what you don't like, or you can just say it, it's what gives you pleasure and what gives you fear and stress and anxiety. And we need to be better at reading this and also taking action based off our vibometer and not just what people say. Maybe maybe I go and I say, Flo, man, it's an amazing party, bachata, bro, girls, go dance, yeah, yeah. But Flo knows his vibometer is telling him, get the fuck out of here, dude, go home. You don't like this, it's stressful, um, it's draining your energy. And if Flo just listens to me, to my, my influence telling him, stay, Flo, stay, stay, but his vibometer or his intuition is telling him this is not the place for you he might just have the most stressful night of his uh, of his life listening to influence of other people and not listening to your intuitive guide so i want to share with everybody listening here that firstly most importantly connect to your intuition i call this the gut feeling the inner feeling it's the voice in your ear and start listening to it it's always right it's always right i swear i swear it's always right and if you're not listening to it, it's not taking you to where you are desiring to be. So this is like a big, big one in the awareness. But again, of course, it's um, relating to yourself and other people, uh, with your friends. Uh, you're going to be in situations, life it hap that literally works like that. It's going to put you in situations where you're going to either really like it or you're not going to like it. And by following these this pattern, it's like a real deep pattern of following the things that you like, the people that you like, the situations, the activities, the type of business, the type of jobs that you like, by really following what you desire. It's, it's, it's a very powerful thing, but they say that uh, your desire is the language's soul. So the soul speaks to you through desire. The soul 
shows you, wow, I desire to go talk to this beautiful girl, this handsome guy. And it's your soul telling you that this person has something interesting to give you. Maybe it's not even a relationship. Maybe they are just going to give you some type of feedback. It's going to help your soul's journey to develop. But being able to tap into this mechanism is going to be a real game changer of being more self-aware. So I can tell you millions of things, but I'll just leave you with this one thing. It's the vibe-o-meter. So you can even like hold your hand up like this, and I say there's one side, the other side. So next time you're in a party gathering situation, you're at work, and you're feeling like you feel anxious or stressed, try to listen to what the vibe meter is telling you because maybe it's telling you you need to quit your job. It's telling you you need to get new friends. It's telling you the most important intuitions that are coming in. It's like it's sending you this information, but you're not listening. And that's the problem. That's why you're, you might feel lost or not aware because you know what to do. As I said at the beginning, we are born with all the info we need to know who we are. We know who we are. But by listening to other people and not listening to the intuitive guide, intuitive flashes of light, there's like a giant uh, green arrow telling you, go right, go right, go right, go right. But your friends say, hey, let's go left. And you start walking left. You didn't listen. And this is why it happened. You, you're stuck in the cycle. So listen to this internal guide. Trust yourself. Trust your your guidance. Trust your, your gut feeling. Trust your... I want I'm looking for a word but it's like if you think or if you deeply feel you know that it is the right choice it's because it is stop doubting yourself do it and stop asking questions just do it believe me sometimes it's telling you jump in the fire jump in the fire you jump but actually the fire was just like a, a disguise it was just like a fake fire and behind there there's a uh, hundred virgins and there's leaks of rivers of gold and chocolate and, and all of the beautiful things that you seek and desire in your life is behind the fire and the fire was just a test so start mm. doubt stop doubting and trusting your intuitive guide yes beautiful yeah thank you man for sharing this and what i want to share is really related to what you say but i don't call it a vibe meter i call it more my uh my character or my player mm -hmm. and it's by connecting to my player that's also being self-aware is to asking for guidance to like my player to my uh to my, not really to my soul, but sometimes you can call it God, universe, God, universe, whatever. But I ask sometimes, I ask like, please like guide me, tell me what I what I need to do when I'm lost. You no, know? like that sometimes there are times where I don't know what to do. I'm a bit lost and I ask for guidance and I don't get like a message right away. It's not like a, it's not like a SMS or it's not like a Facebook. You ask a message and then you get feedback right away. Actually, sometimes you ask, you send a message. And then the universe is responding with a person, with, mm. a, with people in your life that comes, a new person or an event or a new dramatic event sometimes or like a beautiful event that comes to you and is teaching you and is giving you what you asked mm. or it's like showing you the way. And this is like very being self-aware about so this. Beautiful. So yeah. I think one is <laughs> very deep and it's like this. Try Who, re who resonates? Who yeah. resonates? No, of course. Yeah, but <laughs> yes, this is beautiful. And like try to be more self-aware about <clears throat> why did you meet this person? Why did you go to this? Why this event happened? What was yeah. the learning behind this relationship you had? For example, mm -hmm. let's say you are in a relationship now, let's say you broke up. Yeah. What was, instead of like just having the good time with a person, having like sex, etc. okay, this is beautiful. But what was the teaching mm -hmm. behind this person? Yeah. What? Because each person is a messenger of God. Each one of you, you're a messenger of God. And when you come to me, like I ask, I ask my SMS, I send the SMS to the um, antenna, I send my SMS to the universe, and then I get a person in my life telling me the answer. 
or I get like uh, the end event coming to me. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes, yeah, that happens a lot for me. And this is how I get more self-aware and then that's how I'm, I'm guiding, I get guidance. Mm. And a bit what you said also, um, I will make the analogy now, I, lo I love this analogy about the video games. And it's about GTA, I guess like most of you know the game. And um, you know when you're playing GTA, when you're playing a video game, you have the controller, right? You have the joysticks. And you can say, go right, go left. Or you can say, push, push the man. Or <laughs> you can say, take the car, steal the car. You know, you can do, you have many options in the game. But also what, when you play the game, it's nice because you also have missions. So you are playing and you have missions to follow. For example, go to the strip club and uh, meet <laughs> this woman. <laughs> or like, go yeah, and... It's a mission in GTA. Yeah, it's a mission in GTA. Or go there and, and put the drug to the stuff. Well, mm -hmm. you will get it, no, from the, from the game. Yeah. But you, you are the player, no? You're the third person or... You're behind your screen playing the game and you have in mind the mission, what to do. But imagine now that the character, like the character is like conscious and he could like say no or he could like find his own way. So let's say you say to the character, go right, you know, you put the joystick right and the character says, no, I don't want to go right, I want to go left. And so let's say, yeah, you say the mission is like going to the strip club and you say, let's go to the strip club. And then he says, no, I don't want to go to the strip club. The strip club is bad. I want to go to the beach and drink margaritas. And uh, I don't say, guys, that you have to go to the strip club. But I'm saying that sometimes, sometimes, like going into the mission, like you have the mission, sometimes you have to ask, you have to follow the player because he knows more. He has, like in a third person, he knows more about the mission and the purpose of why you have to go there. Because maybe by going to this place, maybe you'll meet a new business opportunity, maybe you'll meet, you'll meet your wife, maybe not in the street, but you'll meet like... You never know. You'll never know. Maybe you'll make a new opportunity in some places that sometimes you don't want to go. Mm. Sometimes we have like some this kind of events of, oh, I don't really want to go there. But just if you see that it keeps happening to you, like sometimes if you see these flags keep coming to you, it's like, okay, maybe I should give it a try. Maybe I should uh, give this a try. And then you see that it was maybe the most amazing uh, guidance that you can get. So to finish, I would say it's like asking guidance and also try after this, trying to be aware of like the events around me mm -hmm. and the people I meet and trying to analyze the learnings I can get. This is like how I do it. And also through meditation, through being more aware of my body, how I breathe, uh, about my energy in my body, my blood, my, my blood flow, etc. This also helps me to be more aware, self-aware about the body. And also it makes you to be more aware about the world. But I would say um, yeah, asking guidance, as you said, it's really beautiful. It's really, uh, it's really, really powerful. Steve, yeah. really. Mm. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. Um, just to like uh, summarize it with a kind of a quote or I don't know where this came from, but um, we are living uh, we are living in a giant master class, right? And the universe is our teacher. And we, uh, we're we here to learn, to study. So when the universe sends us a lesson and we don't learn it, we don't pass the grade, you know, it sends you uh, a girlfriend, you, you you break her heart, and then you, you, you experience bad karma, and then uh, it sends you another girlfriend, and you do the same mistake, and you break the heart again, and then you get even more worse karma, and then you're like, oh my God, why is karma kicking my butt? It's because you're not learning the lesson. Mm. And I just invite you, next time when something happens, and you say, why is this happening to me? Why? Why? Ask, what is this trying to teach me? Yeah. What is this showing me? 
man, my God, my bank account is low. I, I feel I don't have, I'm broke. Why? What is this trying to teach me? Maybe I should be a better money manager. Maybe I should get a better job. Oh my God, the relationship is horrible. I'm getting beaten by my girlfriend. I'm getting abused. Why is this happening? Why? Why is it happening? What is it trying to teach you? What lesson are you being ignorant to, to learning? And believe me, if I look back at my worst hour, hours where I almost lost my life, it was because I was being taught a magical lesson that today helped me to value my life. Believe me, the worst lesson that you might be experiencing might just be the best, best experience that you can have. Embrace it, learn from it, accept it, breathe, smile, enjoy, smoke weed, no, don't smoke weed, <laughs> but have sex, enjoy life because it's there's no wrong or right. Do the wrong, do the right, and you will get feedback from the universe what it, what's the best choice for you. Do both. Yeah. Jump in the fire and, and get burned and know that fire burns. And jump in the lake with the clean water and know it feels good. And the only way you really know is by experiencing and by really feeling. Don't take somebody else's word for it. Experience it yourself. Because yeah. the true currency of life is not just money. It's experience. I would like to add something yeah. on this, maybe yeah. because it's well, we talked about the, the mentors. Yeah. And as you said, you have also to experience yourself, but also by getting a mentor that's why or like a role model, that's also the powerful thing. Powerful. Is that you can ask already the mentor the because this person already went to mm. through all these experiences. Yes. They already know that the fire burns, you know, like you don't have to burn your hand to know that it burns. Your parents tell you, maybe you do it. Maybe you're like, I don't trust them. Some I people do are hard-headed yeah. and they need to do yeah. it. You know? but, but let's yeah. say you ask, you see this mentor, you see this role model, you can copy or you can see the experiences that this person went through and you can so learn from it. So then you don't have to do the same mistakes. You don't have to go through the same fire things. It's always good, I think. It's always more powerful when you leave it like fully when it's like come to you and like you really experience it like you really get the lesson more much more like inside of your body but also you can learn from people you can Definitely. people can teach you as they say okay this experience this i experienced this i recommend you to do this you can take it for it to for granted you can follow the advice or you can also do it your your way and you will see how it comes. Mm -hmm. But this with what we talked about today is a role model, and that's why it's very powerful to have a role model or like mm -hmm. a teacher, is that you can, it's really a way to fast, to fast growth. It's mm -hmm. like to really grow yeah. even faster. Yeah. 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 The only like a small word of, not, not, not even warning that I would give to that, is also just to make sure that the person, if they said that they walked on the moon, that you actually have proof as well and really can see that they walked on the on the moon. But what Tom says, it, it mm -hmm. cannot be like more right. It's really like you can save hours and, and days and years of your life by getting somebody that has already done it. But it's also about finding the right person and trusting your intuition if this person is really uh, what they say they are, if they are at where they say they are, and if they are have the ability of communication, of guiding you to that destination as well. But very beautiful, very beautiful. 100% agree. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So some uh, final words uh, before we close off episode number two. No, Flo, go. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, yeah, I mean, you pretty much said everything I wanted to say. Um, also for me, one of the biggest learnings or life hacks in life is, you know, whenever you go through something, it's when if you're asking the question why, 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 you're asking the wrong question. It's always what. It's always the right question. Always starts with what. What can I learn? What can I? What, what is this something trying mm -hmm. to teach me? Beautiful. 
And yeah, I mean, what else can I say? I think we, we covered everything. And yeah. yeah. I think it was, yeah. Yep. I think we can have a mini celebration. So yeah. people can hear our happy Let's go ready. play GTA and go to the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> to the club and so get some drinks. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, thank you guys. Yes. And thank, thank you, you for so watching, happy. listening. Yes. And if you like the podcast, um, hit the like button and subscribe. And see you in the next one. Share with your friends, share the love, and see you in the next one. Yes. See much you love. next one. Peace. Thank you so much. Yes. And I hope this uh, podcast was helpful, inspiring for you. And we wish you all the best. And uh, feel free to reach out to us to get some, so we can get some feedback. Yeah. And yeah. also, uh, if this helps you in a certain way. Definitely. Yeah. We are uh, real people. We are not AI generated, <laughs> we promise. So, can um, you prove it? <laughs> yeah. So please also just, uh, yeah, feel free to reach out because it helps a lot. And if you have any other questions and, and anything, we are here to share. We are really here to over deliver and share. So please reach out. Don't make it as if we are uh, doing a podcast and we became these unreachable entities. It's not true. We are the same as you, just maybe a few steps ahead or even a few steps back, but we can always learn from one another. So feel free always. to send a message of love. We are here for you. Have a beautiful Thank day. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Yeah.